This is Shifting Our Schools, episode 149. If you build it, they will collaborate. Shifting Our Schools happens with small, significant steps forward. This week, Jeff Utick is back to tour us through a way to keep taking those steps with another free Shifting Schools resource. Before you listen, we want to remind you that this episode has a ready-to-use meeting map, so you can use this episode with your team. Be sure to find the link in our show notes. Okay, educators, ready to dig in, unlearn, and prepare to spark the next shift at your school? Then let's kick off this episode. Welcome back to another episode of Shifting Our Schools. I am your host, Jeff Udick. I hope this episode finds you safe and healthy. I am so excited about this episode for two reasons. Reason number one, I love talking about collaboration. In my mind, learning to collaborate is one of the most essential skills schools need to focus on. Reason number two is we are proud to tell you about our first sponsor of the 2021 Shifting Schools podcast season. Before I tell you who this sponsor is, I want to let you know that I promise we only endorse and accept sponsorship from products we know and love and use personally ourselves. And this sponsorship is a perfect tool for collaboration. I'm talking about Moat. If you don't know Moat, it is a Chrome extension that allows you to record audio feedback for students right inside of a Google Doc as a comment in Google Classroom, or you can embed it directly into a Google Slide. Last week, Moat released a new feature that allows you to actually leave an email memo right inside of Gmail. So when you open up your Gmail, you can actually record what you want to say. In our Shifting Schools workshops, we talk a lot about making collaboration equitable. And one of the ways you do that is by giving students multiple different ways to communicate. Moat allows them to use their voice. We are also big on making sure our collaborative scaffolding builds relationships. When my team leaves one another a Moat message, I love hearing from my colleagues. I love having access to the tone they want to convey. And to be honest, it's just better. And if I'm worried my written message might be misinterpreted, I use Moat. It makes communication a little more meaningful. If you have already been using Moat with your students, we'd love to hear about your experience on hashtag Shifting Schools on Twitter. Excited to learn more about Moat? Go over to justmoat.me slash Shifting Schools. That's J-U-S-T-M-O-T-E dot me slash Shifting Schools to receive two extra free months of their unlimited tier giving you lots of extra features and an extra 60 seconds per voice note. Listeners who have been learning with us in our hybrid learning trainings, you know we love Moat. We mention it all the time and we are so glad you can now try out Moat Unlimited and to welcome them as our first sponsor of Shifting Schools this year. It's March and as many of you know, I live in Seattle, but grew up in Spokane, the home of the number one ranked Gonzaga men's basketball team and the number 15 ranked women's basketball team, which is why I have March Madness on the brain these days. What I love about college basketball is how team focused the sport is. 
Unlike the NBA, which I find to be driven a little more by superstars, the college basketball game is all about camaraderie, strategy, and making the extra pass. In fact, the Gonzaga men's basketball team ranks third in assists, averaging 18.5 per game. That got me thinking, how can we help our students learn to make the extra pass when it comes to learning together? Like each of our 2021 episodes, we are going to give you tools to help you answer that question. But first, I want to share a little news about ways you can join the Shifting Schools community and hopefully take a little of the planning madness out of your march. On Tuesdays, we'll be doing our Shifting Strategies for Hybrid, where each week for one hour, we walk through the structures that pull your cohort together while addressing the design elements and instructional strategies and ed tech know-how that need to be in place for cohorts to have a successful collaborative experience. On Thursdays, we're bringing back our popular Leverage Hybrid Learning course in a condensed four-week format. These sessions delve deeper into teaching and learning cycles and how we structure learning in a hybrid multi-cohort approach. Both of these courses are open for registration now for $99 and space is limited. We strongly recommend teams of two to four go through the trainings together if possible, so that you can support each other through your learning journey. Courses begin the week of March 8th. Also coming up on March 4th at 4 p.m. Pacific time, we're excited to bring back our free webinar series that we started last year. One of our team members, Trisha Friedman, is also the founder of AllyEd.org and host of the Be A Better Ally podcast. We have been asked by teachers who support LBGTQ plus students and gay straight alliance clubs if we had any ideas for supporting students via remote and hybrid learning. So on March 4th at 4 p.m. Pacific, you can join us for a free webinar full of resources to empower LBGTQ plus allies and remote or distance learning. And of course, you can find more information and sign up for our new courses or for the free webinar or download one of over 20 free PDF resources at shiftingschools.com. We make sure there are direct links in the show notes of this podcast as well. Now, if you caught last week's episode, 148, you heard my thoughts on the role we play as storytellers. And I think every educator everywhere on the planet is telling a story about collaboration, whether they mean to or not. Our students learn so much from us about what collaboration is and what it does for a community. When we encourage students to explore different roles during collaboration, we are telling them you have the capacity to lead and follow and support. And knowing when to do each is a critical skill. When we model strategies for collaboration with our students, we tell them the truth. Collaboration isn't easy. It isn't simple. And we all need to develop tools and skills to get better at it. And we have the power to demystify the process and journey of getting better at collaboration. Because trust me, we all have students who hate collaborating. They struggle with it and they don't know what next step might be useful. Collaboration is also one of the skills I find that most teachers assume students just know how to do. Ask yourself, 
Do you assume when you have students collaborate in learning that they know how to do it? Oh, I know, you assign roles. You're the timekeeper, you're the note taker, etc. But do they know how to support a team being a timekeeper? That they have the authority and responsibility to keep a team on task? If they are the note taker, do they have the skill to support the team to stop and repeat what they had written down? Assigning students roles without empowering them with skills in those roles is not teaching collaboration. It's assuming they just know how to do it. And here's the thing, they don't. They don't know how to collaborate until we teach them what that actually means and what power each of those roles you assign comes with. So that's why I want to point you to two of our free guides today. One, collaboration recalibration, which gives you and your students rehearsal scripts to walk through. We have to stop pretending that teamwork comes naturally. The Gonzaga basketball teams do not just one day miraculously become one of the leading programs in the nation. They work at it. They acknowledge what wasn't working and they rehearse. I love this basketball analogy because any of you who coach or play know you break down an offensive play into so many micro moments of rehearsal. That's the mindset we need more of. Break the complicated stuff down into actionable pieces we can practice. And then practice. And remember, teachers, Remember, practices are not graded. You don't get a C in practice and then an A in the game and say to your students, so you're a B student. The nice thing about the collaboration recalibration is these are fun scripts for kids to work through. We get to practice without this idea of a grade hanging over us around this idea of collaborating on a common goal or common project. The second free guide, I think you'll want to check out is our collection of Jamboard templates. If you've been tinkering around with Jamboard, you know it is a great tool for collaboration. Why? Because it literally is a blank canvas that we can be so intentional in its use. Each of our Jamboard templates focuses on a different aspect of collaboration. Each structure has just enough organization involved to support students, but not to overwhelm them. And each structure works as a space for collective thought gathering. Teachers, we are so lucky to have tools like Jamboard that make the process of note-taking collaborative. Why? When I was a young learner and my teachers told me to take notes, well, in fact, that was the worst thing for me. Being dyslexic, note-taking for me is not the way I learn. You want me to listen, engage in the notes that my team is taking. My best skill that I bring to the team is a listener, not a note-taker. And in our teams today, guess what? I don't take notes. I'm a listener. I'm a thinker. I'm not a note-taker. Not every one of our students is a note taker. But with templates, we make the thinking process less abstract. With collaborative templates, students can build on each other's work and experience what thinking means to their community. 
the Gonzaga basketball players don't just learn from their coach. They learn from playing together on one court. When we have the space for collective note-taking to happen, we can build on each other's ideas, which means two critical things. One, I am a resource for my peers. And two, I'm learning to value the wisdom in the room. When our students are given the opportunity to contribute and be seen as someone who has ideas worth sharing, they take more pride in their ideas and they see more value in learning to refine those ideas. We understand that my ideas do not represent me. When somebody gives me feedback on my ideas, they're giving feedback on the idea itself, not on me as a person. When our students learn to value the wisdom in the room, they come to value things like active listening, admitting when they need help, and asking questions of others. When I use one of our Jamboard templates, I never use it as a one-off. No, we return to that space. And often, I'll use one of our shifting school protocols. By the way, we have a free guide of those online too. My go-to is link light log. I love this protocol where I ask students to link to connect to one of the comments left by their peers. I ask them to find a light, a new idea they haven't thought of. And I ask them to identify a log, a comment that stumps them, that makes them realize they aren't sure about something. Yes, these same protocols we use with students work in all team settings, teachers. Maybe try one out at your next meeting as a practice. Or if you join us in one of our courses, I guarantee you're going to hear about link light logs, one of my favorites. In the classroom, that's making the extra pass, looking for your teammate, seeing where they are and continuing the conversation. Conversations are the lifeblood of collaborative learning. And I know in remote or hybrid learning, sometimes our students aren't all that talkative. But let's remember, even with the camera off, engagement isn't just possible. It can often be powerful. If we scaffold and set up systems and structures to spark it. Check out the show notes or just head over to shiftingschools.com to hear more about those four-week courses or our free webinar this week and the resources I talk about in this episode. Please do reach out to us and let us know either on Twitter at Shifting Schools or by emailing us at info at shiftingschools.com. We love to hear from you, our community how you might be using these podcasts as a team, or how you might be using our free resources with your students. Our goal here is to help you help your students, one free resource at a time. Until next time, I'll see you on the network. Thank you for being a part of the hashtag Shifting Schools community. We love when listeners like you weigh in, so head over to our show notes to find ways to share your thoughts. Have a request for a future episode? Jeff and his team love supporting you with the content you need. Shifting Our Schools podcast is a proud production of the Shifting Schools team. Looking for a longer interactive conversation about the ideas shared in this session? Contact us at info at 
shiftingschools.com to find out about our workshops.